Okay, yeah, I think. Cool. I think this is it. New microphone. It would be the funniest thing ever if I, if this does not work. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I go back to edit it and it's just static. Man, that'd be great. This is episode three of the Proceeding Film Podcast. I'm Heath Anderson along with Drew Watsky. We've got a fun one. I'll tell you what, these two movies are near and dear to my heart. We've got Creed and then we've got Rocky. Both in the same franchise, but sort of different... Because it's two different characters. You had the six yeah. Rocky movies, but now you have the new Creed saga, I guess. Right. Mm-hmm. Still the same franchise, though. I'm looking forward to it. But first, before we get into it, Oscar stuff. Had some nominations come out. Drew, is there anything that you checked with the Oscar noms and you were like, eh, I didn't really like that, or you're very excited this got nominated? Well, you know, so I was looking at the best pictures, and um, the one that I hadn't heard of was... Maestro, so I had to look that up because I was like, I haven't even heard of this. Bradley Cooper's Maestro actually looks. I want to see it now. It's not bad. Have you seen it? I have. Uh, He plays Leonard Bernstein, I guess the most famous American composer to ever live. The only American composer I know of, so probably the most famous. (laughs) The highs of the movie are really high, but it doesn't all work. If that Mm -hmm. makes sense. Yeah. But I want you to take. I want to take a look at it for yourself. Killers of the Flower Moon, my favorite of the year, made it. Mm-hmm. I saw Poor Things over the weekend. thought it was fantastic. I've heard really good things about Poor Things. And so um, it was a good list. Good list of best pictures this year. Yeah. I'm happy with it. My my beloved past lives made it. Right. So we're good to go. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to the Oscars. I believe that's uh, late February, maybe early March, something in there. And yeah. so um, that's always fun to, to keep track of. Do you, do you get into that? I try to. Um, it depends on the year. Sometimes... Like, what was it? I guess 21. I wasn't really into it because that was like the COVID year. Yeah. <laughs> so most of those movies were like indie films that I hadn't heard of. And it was just, I you know, that was a year I wasn't really into it. But um, I can specifically remember 2015 was, a, was one that I loved because I had seen like all of the best picture noms for the first time. I had Whiplash... It had Birdman. It it had a bunch of really great movies in there, and so yeah, I guess it just kind of depends on what movies I've seen in a year. But I, I I enjoy it. Yeah, it's the only award show that I watch. I don't watch any of the other ones. Me neither. But I will <laughs> I will stay up and watch the Oscars every year. So did you did you watch the Will Smith slap live? I did, <laughs> and at first I thought it was a bit. Yeah. And right. then uh, but then he started. Just yelling expletives, and they cut the mic, and I was like, oh, this is real. <laughs> right. And then everybody in the audience was just frozen. <laughs> yeah. And then he wins Best Actor later on, and everyone's kind of <laughs> like, uh. <laughs> I mean, it was it was one of the weirdest things I've ever seen on television. <laughs> Thankful we probably aren't going to get anything like that ever again. Yeah. I think everybody at this point is like, don't do that. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, people were talking about the Oscars for weeks after that. Right. Yeah. Judd Apatow t- tweeted he, he could have killed him. And so, people might have gotten a little too right. far with that. Yeah. Regardless, <laughs> yeah, what a moment, what a moment. There was that, there was also the time uh, La La Land got announced, and it was actually Moonlight, that right. was the best picture. Oh my gosh, yeah. That was a crazy moment. What a moment. mess. That yeah, was crazy. Mess. But the funny thing was, you know, La La Land won several Oscars before that, so you, it seemed real. You were right. like, oh yeah, La La Land. Yeah. And then, wait, 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 wait. 
Well, I, think, I think it was the producer of La La Land was the one that caught it. Right, yeah. And he got mad at poor Warren Beatty, who's poor Warren. 98 well, years old. Well, I think the problem was they gave Warren the wrong card. Like, I he think, opened it up, and it was still, I think it was Best Actress. Yeah, it was Emma, was Stone, Emma Stone's Best Actress. The last one, so he was confused. He's probably said, oh, gosh. Uh. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> fun, fun moments like that happen in that. Yeah. Uh, but let's get into it, man. Creed. We're going to start with Creed, mm-hmm. 2015. Ryan Coogler, director, uh, also directed Black Panther 1 and 2. And Creed stars Michael B. Jordan. Not the first time that him and Ryan Coogler had uh, worked together. If uh, if you remember Fruitvale Station a couple yeah. years before mm-hmm. then. It's their first time collaborating. So these guys know each other. Michael B. Jordan plays Adonis Creed, who is the son of Apollo Creed. And let me just give you some Rocky backstory real quick. <laughs> right. The thing is, obviously, you know how we do it. We talk about the, the new movie and then the preceding film. It's going to be impossible to not be talking right. about the previous film with this. Yeah, it's the first time that they're directly related. <laughs> right. And so Michael B. Jordan plays Adonis Creed, who is the son of Apollo Creed, who fought Rocky in the first one and in the second movie, and then trained him in the third movie. And then died in the fourth movie to the hands of Ivan Drago, the Russian. Before we kind of get into what happens in the movie, what's your relationship to Creed? I saw Creed once before we recorded this, and then I watched it again. But I, I, I was—I've never been into the Rocky franchise, so this is an introduction to me. But I, I did watch Creed once. I think it was on TV, and so I was like, "All right, yeah, I'll try it out." I remember really liking it. I think it's got a really good story. I'll dive into more of that later, but there's no real nostalgia for me with this, with Rocky or Creed. This isn't something I've lived with for a long time, so I get a different perspective on it where it's like I'm just watching a new movie instead of something that has all of this kind of additional emotions and and stuff like that. This is what I'm kind of excited about talking about this because I come from the exact opposite right. line. <laughs> I've watched the Rocky movies less than, or excuse me, more than a billion times in my life, right? Watched one through six growing up, probably, yeah, 20 times a year. Me and my mom and my grandpa actually watched these movies so much because for whatever reason, they were my favorite movies growing up, which is funny for a four-year-old to be watching guys beat the living crap out of each other. But man, I love these movies. And then when I saw the trailer for Creed and heard about everything leading up to it, I was like, oh my gosh. Rocky's going to be training Apollo's son. I was like, oh, this is awesome. Saw it in theaters. I remember saw it in theaters in Thanksgiving with my family. I love this movie. I think it's fantastic. Starts off with Adonis in Juvie, actually, and uh, shows early on that he, he's a fighter. Gets into a fight, and then it flashes forward real quick to him. And this is actually, I thought, one of the coolest scenes in the movie, how it starts off. He doesn't have a coach or anything like that, but he's just behind at the, the back of a bar. He's fighting in Mexican bars to fight the, to start the movie. And it's him, and they say the fight's about to start. So he does a little like quick shadow boxing behind, and then he walks out into the ring, and the fight is done in, like, what, 90 seconds? Knocks a guy out. And then, and this is where it kind of starts to differ from Rocky. The dude's on top of the world, but then he gives it all up. Gives it all up. Because he's a fighter. Because he's a fighter. That's what he wants to do. <laughs> and, and you know, obviously the the main idea of the movie is him fighting as a boxer. But it's also this idea of him, like, fighting his father. 
and it starts off, you know, I think he wants to become his own his own guy, but in that he still wants to follow in his father's footsteps. Like he fights, but he doesn't use the name Creed. Like nobody in the world except for like three people know that this guy is actually Apollo Creed's son. But at the same time, he wants to go back to the uh, boxing gym where his father started at. So it's this whole give and take of him fighting his father. Yeah, and you know, I've heard that uh, there's a parallel here where you can almost see as Creed the movie uh, having the same relationship to Rocky the movie as Adonis Creed has to his father. Like, it's like this movie, like Ryan Coogler and Michael B. Jordan, like they want to make their own movie. They don't want it to just be another installment in the in the Rocky franchise. I thought that was a really interesting take on it. It's like, you can't just like completely abandon it. <laughs> like no. it there's obviously it's, it's some tie there, right? Yeah. But it's like, they, they want to do their own thing. They want to make their own name. They want to be ambitious. And I, I thought that was a cool parallel when I heard that. But like you're saying, you can't have this movie without Rocky. It ends up, though, Creed Three does not have Rocky. And it works actually pretty well. I don't know if you saw Creed Three or not. I haven't seen it. It came out I've this past two. year. I haven't seen it. It was good. You can't have this movie without at least having Rocky a little bit. And not only does it have it a little bit, Rocky is an yeah. integral part of this movie. So Michael B. Jordan gives up his job, moves to Philadelphia to find Rocky to have him train him, tells him that he is the son of Apollo Creed. Uh, Rocky starts to train him. And this is, I think, where it really starts to pick up in the movie. Rocky didn't want to have anything to do with fighting anymore. And then this guy comes along and he's like, yeah, Apollo Creed helped me out. I'm going to help him out. Wait, and so, you know what? Some, one interesting thing is Heath is, okay, so I've only seen Rocky 1. Rocky oh, the we, first. We got to get, get you into it. <laughs> and so, and, and I, I did some research on the other Rocky movies so that I at least had some context. Yeah, you need to at least know what happens in the fourth one. Right. To really understand what's and going honestly, on. And honestly, you need to know what happens <laughs> right. in all of four of them. Because when I saw Creed for the first time, I hadn't even seen Rocky one. I had nothing behind it. And I was still able to understand, okay, this guy... Uh, as in, like, Rocky was friends with Michael B. Jordan. He was friends with his dad, and so there's there's some ties there, and you find out in the movie that, you know, Rocky was there when Apollo Creed died in the ring, and they, they give you the backstories where you, you actually don't have to know everything that happened beforehand. The movie tells you, yeah. but I think without watching the movies beforehand, I'd imagine... I'm getting less of an emotional payoff than someone who's seen all of the first six. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like I think, I think when you see there are times in Creed where you can see Rocky's really like I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. Like, I really I would I just want to go to my restaurant and serve Italian food. I'm done. Yeah. And I think it's if you've seen all of the first six Rockies, just based on the little like cliff note snippets that I've read. He's done a lot of fighting. <laughs> it makes sense to me that he's like, I don't want to do this anymore. Right. But you you probably can't really get that complete feeling unless you've watched all six movies and you're like, yeah, he's he's done. And then I think obviously the, the relationship he had with Apollo Creed is the only thing that could bring him out to be like, okay, fine, I'll, I'll help this guy out. There's a really specific thing he says in the last fight when uh, Adonis is fighting pretty Ricky Conlon, 
and we'll, we'll talk about that at the end because that's actually part of my favorite scene. But that that what he says encapsulates exactly what you're talking about. And so um, starts training Creed, and they have this really cool scene where um, he fights Leo the Lion. I forgot this guy's last name in the movie, but he's like a local Philly boxer. Um, and it's a really cool one-take shot of Adonis fighting this dude and then knocking him out in the second round. And it's really cool how you can see Rocky like analyzing and doing actual coaching mm-hmm. in the film. He's like, hey, start to go to the body a little bit more. Like He's tired here. Go low so then you can go high and knock him out, that kind of thing. And um, it's a really cool scene. Well, actually, one of my favorite scenes. Not my favorite scene, though, Drew. And so I wanted to highlight it here. And then, the next morning, he wakes up and checks ESPN. The world now knows that he is Apollo Creed's son. He's starting to wrestle with that. By the way, yes. if you're listening to this and you're wondering if there are going to be spoilers, yes. Yes. <laughs> There's spoilers. I realized that. This I was movie thinking about it the other day. I was like, 10 years have old. we given a spoiler alert in any of our episodes yet? Because we go through the whole movie. Oh, So yeah. just... Just know that going in. Thank you, Drew. <laughs> Spoiler warning. <laughs> there we go. So he's starting to have some conflict internally with this, right? He even at one point uh, goes to Bianca's show. She's a singer. And this one guy is like, hey, I want to get a picture with you, baby Creed. He's like, don't call me that. And then he ends up getting into a fight, goes to jail. All the while, Rocky now has been diagnosed with cancer and has told Creed he doesn't want to fight it. Talking about he's done fighting. I mean, his Adrian, his wife, she passed away between movies. So he's done. He's done. He tells Apollo this, so he's all mad. They have a falling out. And then all of a sudden, pretty Ricky Conlon, the best pound-for-pound fighter in the world, calls and says, Hey, I want to fight Apollo Creed's son. And so, just like Rocky in the first movie, he now gets his title shot. They have a reconciliation, him and Rocky, and him and Bianca has the fight, and just like Rocky, does not win, but he goes the distance. And so, Drew, what is your MVP of this movie? Yeah, I think... um, So my MVP is the same for both movies. I'll just get that out of the way now. It's it's the story. It's the the underdog sort of story. It's really, I think, both give you someone you really want to root for, and it gives so much context behind... The fighter. You know, if you if you just turn on ESPN or pay per view one night and you watch boxing, you're just watching the fight. You're just watching two people fight, and maybe you know a little bit about the fighters, but like you don't know what's going on in their lives the way that you do in a movie. So I think that's something that's unique. Is like there's there's still a shot to where you're able to watch the fights, but you also have all of the context behind the people in the fight which is really unique in it and it makes the climax of both movies so worthwhile because you know everything that they've gone through so you want to root for them yeah and that's just it's it's why it's why we make sports movies right it's like because you want to be able to root for someone and i think both of them that that's the best thing that they have going for it is that by the end of the movie you're on your feet cheering them on because you're like, I want this person to win. I'm, I'm fully behind them. Well, I, let me ask you this. Uh, we want this person to win, right? Right. But him being such an underdog, and this is the same thing in Rocky. I'll kind of really ask you the same question again after we mm-hmm. talk about Rocky. 
But does it make it better that he doesn't win, but he goes the distance with the best fighter in the world? Apparently it does to them. <laughs> you can, especially in Rocky. And we can talk about that when we get there. But he says, I just want to make it the distance. So it's very clear he achieved what he was going out for. As a viewer, I wanted him to win. <laughs> yeah. You know, and great, like... And that's fine. You can you can watch them go through the fight, and you can it's a split decision. They don't win. That's fine. That doesn't compromise the movie for me. But I wanted them to win. <laughs> I did. Yeah, if, I mean, you're, you you're, me you're choice, for them the whole right? time. I think I'd rather, especially <laughs> uh, pretty Ricky. Like that guy was such a tool that I was. Like, oh yeah, beat him, please. <laughs> Dude had a sick intro though. Walking out, had the guy breathing <laughs> the, fire, fire breather. <laughs> Man, if we could all have a, as good an intro as Pretty Ricky Conlon. Fighting in a kilt, by the way. Yeah. Scottish dude, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Um, I think he, he's a real fighter in real life. That makes sense. He kind of had, had that look, though, you know? And I will say one thing about Creed that I, I say the MVP's the story, but I think one thing it really has going for it is you can tell the filmmakers brought in boxing professionals and boxing experts like it is it is really well made yeah um i mean there's a there's a scene early on where creed goes to the gym that his father fought at and he starts challenging guys to fight and andre ward is one of the guys that he fights and that mm -hmm. was at one point i think the middleweight champion of the world in real life yeah and so, like you're saying, yeah, I mean, they brought in real guys. There's there's such a realism to the fighting in Creed, and I, I, I think that's... Even uh, Stitch, his cut man, is a real cut man in mm -hmm. real life. Yeah. So, yeah, little details like that really kind of enhanced. Ryan Coogler knows what he's doing. He does. He does. He It's an immersive uh, sort of experience. You feel like you're actually in the ring with real boxers. It's, a, it's definitely a strength yeah. of Creed. My MVP, it's Stallone. Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. Nominated for an Oscar. Did not get the Oscar, though. And so I was really bummed about that. This is his best performance as Rocky, I Which would is say. crazy. <laughs> you know, he's a guy who, obviously known for his action movies. And, and honest, in a way, Rocky is an action movie. Like, I think on paper, it's probably a drama. But they're action movies, you know? So it's, it's not really based off of his acting performance. So he's a guy that, as time has gone on, has improved as an actor. And so he's really in his prime as an actor here in Creed. And he brings so much emotion, you know. He's able to keep that old Rocky feel to him, you know. And I mean this in the nicest way possible, like lovable idiot. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like he's just a guy. He's just a guy who ends up being one of the best fighters in the world. But at, at heart, he's just this really nice dude. So he's able to do that. But then also he's able to convey this, like, sadness of aging with him you know when he's diagnosed with cancer and the doctor's telling him about it and she's asking him like what treatments he wants to start you know he starts to like choke up and he's saying you know my wife did that and i i don't want any part of that and so the guy really it, it, this is his this is his best performance of all time to me stallone is the mvp what what do you think about sylvester stallone yeah, in this movie? he kills it he really does i was just i was just looking up best supporting actor from this year oh uh, who won it uh, don't tell me is it the guy from bridge of spies yeah oh <laughs> mark mark rylance mark rylance <laughs> He was fine in that movie, but he wasn't. He, <laughs> he wasn't, wasn't Stallone. <laughs> Stallone, man, he wasn't Stallone. I think you're completely right. I think Stallone and Creed is better than he is in Rocky as the lead, and it might be better writing. I think that could be part of it. Which, by the way, 
Stallone wrote Rocky, so he only has himself to blame. But anyways, <laughs> he, he has some more emotional beats he has to hit in Creed. I think you're right. I think you really feel with that guy. And, and he's got a great relationship with, with Donnie. Him and Michael B. Jordan have really good chemistry, which... You know, it kind of the movie kind of hinges on that. Like, oh yeah. If they didn't mesh, then it wouldn't really work. Right. It's a different relationship between him and Mick, Rocky yeah. and Mick. Mm-hmm. That was not a father son relationship at all. <laughs> no, it wasn't. This is kind of a father son relationship in a way. I mean, he calls him uncle. Right. You know? he calls him yeah. uncle. And so, yeah, you're right. They have great chemistry together. Who knew that Michael B. Jordan and Sylvester <laughs> Stallone would work so well together? Yeah, but they I, do. It's great, and it's it's definitely something that I think it gives an extra element to Creed. What would be like a, a criticism of sure. Creed that you Is have? this the segment that's called... Uh, we're not artists or filmmakers. We're, it's working title. Yeah, yeah. We're <laughs> not artists or filmmakers, so we have no place to speak on criticisms here, but we're going to do it anyway. Criticism. <laughs> right. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> we Now what we'll do is we'll just dub that. We'll just take that and just enter it into every episode. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I... Okay. And this is where I think this might be the first episode where we're going to find we disagree on some things and we might actually have to talk through it. (laughs) I think that Creed hits too many of the same beats that the original Rocky does to the point where I almost feel like it's borrowed. Yeah, it's a legacy sequel. It is. It is. And and if you were were expecting me to disagree with you, I'm not. There's a formula to these movies that I love. (laughs) Keep playing the hits. I've heard that The Force Awakens does the same thing with yep. the original Star Wars. Yep, and, and it was awesome and no in one theaters. <laughs> um, maybe it was just the fact that I watched these, like, essentially back-to-back. But as I was watching Creed, I was like, this is, this is like, the same movie. And, and the, the point when it really hit me was when he lost by split decision at the end. I was like, of course he did, because he did in the original Rocky, right? Um, We're going to need to get yeah, a second right. one. I'm sure there'll be a second one, and there is, and he fights Drago's son. Oh, so. man, what a, what a great story. <laughs> so it's not a huge criticism. I think just for me watching it back-to-back, I was like, I was, I was maybe looking for something else, especially in the finale that I felt like was a little bit different. But like you said, there's a reason why it borrows so much from the original Rocky too. Is both as I think as an homage to that original Rocky, um, but also because a lot of those beats work in the originals. They said, "Well, if we're gonna redo it, we might as well just just hit the same beats." Well, it's cool because we're different. I come from this nostalgic view of it. Right. You're coming from more of an objective view. I'm just watching. You're seeing it. Yeah, you're seeing two two movies. <laughs> objectively and you're like why is this the same story why right. are we just doing right. this again yeah and so but yeah, it's I guess, also 40 years right. <laughs> difference in movies and i crammed it into like two days but you got i mean you gotta think about that i guess ryan coogler and them were thinking about that going into the movie was right. how much of rocky should we put in this? that i mean that is something that could be taken as a criticism or sure. if you're like me you're like let's go right. I, yeah i love it <laughs> uh my criticism what I put on here was keeping it 100. What I, I mean that. by that, what I mean by that is there was just you know, there's there's a few lines here or there that are a little corny, in like that sort of 2010s sort of way. It could have just been better. It was when uh, Bianca and him were arguing because she didn't he didn't tell her that Apollo Creed was her his his dad, 
And she's like, I need you to keep it 100 with me. And I remember my cousin, like, in the theater was going... (laughs) And I was like, yeah. That was a little weird. So, you know what? Dialogue every now and then could have been a little bit better. But who cares? You know what I mean? That's a pretty small criticism. It's more of a nitpick, if really. So, really, again, I like this movie. I like it a lot. It's one of my favorite movies from this decade, if I'm Mm -hmm. being honest with you. Uh, What is your favorite scene in the movie? My my favorite scene in the movie... um, it was kind of hard to pinpoint, but I, what I ended up writing down was, it's a quote, and it just says, if I fight, you fight. It was that moment after Stallone, after Rocky's been diagnosed with cancer, and he kind of says, like, listen, I'm not going to get treatment. I'm, I'm done. I've, I've done everything I wanted to. My wife's been gone for a while. Like, I'm not willing to go through chemo. And... You know, after they kind of have their falling out and then there's some reconciliation, Donnie's like, listen, I'm going to fight this fight, but you got to fight your fight. And it was that that connection, that scene, it really hit me. I was like, that was, it was profound. Oh, I was yeah. Like, wow. That was really good. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great lesson. Yeah, it really is. And then right after that, there is like a training montage where Donnie's training for the fight, but also Rocky's, like, going through chemo. And I, it was, like, it was really cool. You see, like, in sports movies, like, training montages all the time. And they're usually awesome. But you never see a chemo training montage, right? right? It was, it's, it, it's essentially what it is. It's essentially, I mean, he's, like, he's throwing up and he's, he's having gotta, trouble walking. and But he's got to still be, you know, he's got his medicine regimen mm-hmm. and he's got to get his nutrients, that kind of thing. It was really cool to take something that's very real, like a real struggle that people go through and put it in a sports movie right next to, like, the boxer who's training for his right. next fight and be like, these are these are equal fights. And yeah. I was like, I, I don't know, I thought it was a really cool lesson. And they're both helping each other out mm-hmm. with it. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 a great one. My, my favorite scene is actually, the, it's the final fight and it's the last two rounds specifically. It's the 14th round and Creed is in the fight. They've been going back and forth, him and Ricky Conlon. And then all of a sudden, Ricky Conlon lands a right hand, boom. Creed <laughs> falls to the ground and he's literally knocked out. I guess in his knocked out version, like he's just reliving things that has happened in the movie. So like you see him and Bianca kind of start to fall in love. You see him uh, training a little bit. You see Rocky passing out and then he sees his father. And like it brings him, it literally like brings him back to life. And like he gets up and the round rounds over back in his corner. His eye is one of the most disgusting, swollen eyes I've ever seen in my life. And so Rocky comes up to me. He's like, look, man, I need to stop this fight. I didn't stop this fight for your dad. Uh, Because, side note, Mm -hmm. Rocky was uh, one of the coaches for Apollo when he fought Drago. Mm -hmm. And he did not throw in the towel. So he's like, look, I'm going to stop this fight. And Creed's like, don't do it. He's like, why? He said, because i got to finish this. Because I want people to know that I'm not a mistake. You know, he's been being raised by Apollo's wife, who is not his mom. Mm-hmm. Apollo had a fair on the side, and that's who this kid is, right? So yeah. he's, he's kind of felt as himself this whole time as not fully worth what he should be. Mm-hmm. You know, even early on, you see him, he pulls up, he's just like me for real. He pulls up old Rocky fight clips. <laughs> so it's the first fight, Rocky versus Apollo. It's a really cool scene where he starts to like box with them, 
but he's not boxing as Apollo. He's boxing as Rocky, mm-hmm. like fighting his dad. Yeah. Yeah, he's just, he's just been battling this whole idea of what his relationship means to his father. Let me finish this so I'm not a mistake. And then this is where, again, Sylvester Stallone kills it, dude. He's like, look, you're not a mistake. You're a creed, and I love you, kid. So I want you to go do one thing. I want you to go knock that son of a bitch down. He's like, say it with me, kid. And he's like, I'm going to go knock that son of a bitch down. <laughs> and he gets up. The Rocky music, which has not been a thing and is iconic. I mean, even if you hadn't seen the movies, you know the bum bum ba da 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 He gets up, and the Rocky music starts playing. And he goes through the round and actually knocks Ricky Conlon down, who then ends up getting up at the end of the fight. But and and while he's fighting too, uh, we have a great cameo on the broadcast by Max Kellerman, of all people. Yeah, I wrote in my notes. Max Kellerman. Max Kellerman. <laughs> great boxing guy, and he was great here. He goes uh, going to the body like Rocky, going upstairs like Creed. So he's finally fully embraced like who he is and like what his identity is in his relationship to his father. Fight ends. He doesn't win, but he goes the distance and he wins the crowd over. Ah, man. That's my favorite scene. And that's Creed, man. Mm -hmm. That's Creed. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Out of five stars, what are you giving this movie? Okay, so I put it in on my letterbox, which we're still not following each other. (laughs) You got to tell me right now, what is your name on letterbox? What do you think it is? Drew Watsky A1? A... I can't remember what it is. You know what I mean. Uh, uh. (laughs) Yeah, that didn't make any sense what I just said. uh, Drew Watsky 1? No, it's uh, DJ (laughs) D-Weezy. Oh, is it really? Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so anyway. Back to like freshman year when KXUA was like, you have to have a DJ name. And oh, I was like, here you are. But I'm not playing music. And they're like, you still need to have a DJ name. I was like, yeah, they're right. like, we don't care. <laughs> oh, I see it now. But go ahead and tell me, what is your five star rating? Uh, three and a half stars out of five. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. That's, you're like, this is a travesty. <laughs> I gave it four. Okay. Well, see, we're only half a star off. Yeah, yeah, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> the four is so much higher than the three and a half. Except for the movies where three and a half is really good for me. Did that make any sense what I just said? <laughs> <laughs> that sounded like a double standard to me. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. Well, and okay. So I watched Creed today. I watched Rocky on... Friday. During work, I appreciate you putting this during work. work. So don't tell my supervisor. But <laughs> here's the thing about Rocky that struck me was it had a really good third act, just like Creed did. I think those are both when the movie's at its strongest. It's at the climax, which I think is probably not uncommon for a sports movie. Yeah, that's, that's what you're there for. You're there for the you're big building fight, up to the fight, the big game, whatever it is. Um, but sometimes sports movies, they don't necessarily nail the end, mm-hmm. you know? I think both of these movies did, which is probably the best thing they could have done because you leave the movie going, all right, you know? I mean, what a finish. Creed. <laughs> he, with Rocky, the first hour and, we'll call it 30 minutes. I don't, I don't, I don't want to hear what you're about to say, but say um, Boring. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on! God! It won Best Picture in 1976. I mean, I had to, like, really stop myself from, like, 
distracting myself with other work. I was. Like, it's no, a I'm slice gonna watch of life it. in Philadelphia, Drew. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is. He's if, he's breaking people's thumbs for Gonzo. If you took the first hour and a half of it and just made its own movie and called it a a slice of life in Philadelphia, it would be an accurate title, <laughs> and it wouldn't be a very good movie in my opinion. <laughs> Uh, I'll say this. Um, so, okay, my my Creed notes were very much like this is. These are all the reasons why Creed is better than Rocky. Spoiler alert for which one I think is better. My Rocky one is like either jokes or fun facts. So <laughs> we okay. should have fun with this. But when I when I first watched it, right, for, in the very first scenes happening, and he's doing that first fight. In the church, in yeah. Spider Rico. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I thought to myself, I said, when was boxing invented? Right? This is the 70s. It couldn't have been that much before the 70s, right? Just tell me. I'm sure you looked this up. I did. 3000 BC. Whoa! <laughs> so it was a little bit before the 70s. I was going to say like the 1880s. It's probably like the first sport. It makes sense. It makes sense. Just two you guys need, punching. You literally each other. don't need any. <laughs> Any equipment at all. Right, yeah. So then once I looked it up, I was like, ah, that makes sense. Probably like that in racing. Right. Foot yeah, racing, track. I mean, specifically. <laughs> yeah. So that kind of debunked my, I was like, 70s. This, this is a, a new sport. No, it, it wasn't. Predates Jesus, boxing does. For a, from a, for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> for thousands of years. And also, here's a fun fact. So after that first fight... Uh, the guy comes over and he's like, "Hey, Rocky, here's your forty dollars." Yeah, that's how much he got for that fight. What and it I was like? How much was forty dollars in nineteen seventy? So you did the inflation calculator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was two hundred and fourteen dollars. Not terrible, but Not still, ter- but still, <laughs> to go do a boxing match in a church, two hundred bucks against like, a guy named Spider Rico. <laughs> right, <laughs> like that's not gonna make a dent in your rent payment. <laughs> Oh man, here's what I like about Rocky. We're just gonna go ahead and get into it. Yeah, it it, it almost it feels like an indie movie. You know, like it is. Mm-hmm. It's it's it feels like it was just put together by a few people, and it kind of was. Like it, it doesn't feel big budget at all. Sylvester Stallone was broke when he wrote Rocky. Mm-hmm. Wrote it after watching um, Chuck Wepner and Muhammad Ali fight. Kind of got the inspiration from that fight, heavyweight champion of the world versus mm-hmm. just some. Some guy. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> who knocked Muhammad Ali down. That was the big thing. Wow, and that's that's pretty cool. Like, there's yeah. some real-life inspiration there. And he, he was at that fight. He goes, you know what? We're making this movie. So he sells uh, he sells the movie to, I think, MGM, and then stars in it. And he like, writes it. And he writes it. I was, so they were doing the opening credits, and it said, written by Sylvester Sloan. And I said, what? That's, <laughs> he wrote this? Filmmaker, dude. <laughs> Good for him. So yeah, it came out in 1976. Mm-hmm. One best picture like we're talking about. Incredible. And the interesting thing, like you say, we were talking about a slice of life movie. It is. It's like a, it's a drama for the first 90 or there, yeah, 90 minutes. There's maybe 15 it's a, it's minutes a, it's of fighting a, in it. It is a love story for the first 90 minutes between him and Adrian. Yeah, it is. It's what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is not what I was expecting. And um, Oh, you were just, you were thinking the whole time we were going to get... Training montages and fights, right? Right. That's what that's what I thought Rocky was. That's Rocky Four. That's all three. Yeah. Conveniently, no one mentions the other hour and a half of Rocky. They only talk <laughs> about running up the Philadelphia stairs to the museum. I've done that, by the way. That's cool. I've been to Philly 
I I did not go up the steps though. I need to. You got to do it. If man. I go again, I got to do that. Dude, now that I've seen the movie, it would have been sacrilegious if I did it without watching the movie. Right. That's what I. That's why I didn't do it. Uh-huh. But yeah, so Rocky. Ah oh, man. Okay. We'll talk about it. Later. Yeah. But let me just let's let me go through the movie real quick. Yeah. A little flyby. A little flyby. Rocky is a bum. I think they call him a bum at least 45 times in this movie. Everyone is a bum. <laughs> Everyone's a bum. Everybody's a bum. Everyone is. Nobody makes more than the equivalent of like $20,000, no. I would say, here. So everybody's a bum, especially Rocky, though. <laughs> yeah. And the world lets him know about it. <laughs> yeah. He's a small-time boxer who also is a small-time collector for this guy named Gonzo. Let me just tell you this. Never work for a guy named Gonzo, okay? That's... <laughs> That's just going to spell trouble. But he ends up being kind of a nice guy. As far as mobsters go, I would say Gonzo yeah. is the one I'd want to work for. His driver, no. But yeah. Gonzo, yeah. Take it to the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would have tried to punch that guy too if I was Rocky. So really, like the first 30 minutes of this movie is Rocky just living his life. And it's not good. No, he's got like a turtle. He's got, he's got two turtles. His house is terrible. He actually he he, he is a, he's a, technically a professional boxer, so he has a locker at this gym, mixed gym. Mm-hmm. But they took his locker away, dude. Yep, they gave it to somebody else. And they thought it was gave bad. it to an up and comer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so things are not looking good for Rocky. Mm-mm. But all of a sudden, I almost called him Muhammad Ali because this is who he's based <laughs> off of. Right. But Apollo Creed is looking for a fighter, mm-hmm. and I, I like the scene where they're going through the names. Him and the, him and his managers are going through the names of people to fight because he was going to fight this uh, contender, but he got injured. So they're like, "Oh my gosh, we got to do something like an event for our fight because it's going to be the bicentennial. We've got to make it an event." Mm-hmm. So he's like, "Let's give a small t- like a, a small time boxer a chance at the world heavyweight title." And then they find the Italian stallion. <laughs> right. And I love how Apollo Creed's like, sounds like a damn monster movie. Yeah, right. That's Apollo the only reason Creed they chose the Italian stallion. <laughs> so all of a sudden, Rocky gets his chance to fight. Gets told that he's going to fight Apollo Creed. He thought he was going to go just spar with him. And the guy is like, Rocky, do you want a chance at the heavyweight title of the world? He's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, nah. But then he, then he does. He takes it, man. Mm-hmm. And so the rest of the movie is him, obviously, training. Uh, him and Mick, the dynamic of him and Mick is hilarious. Mick is just this old, curmudgingly boxer. And as he's telling Rocky that he wants to train him, he's literally saying, I used to fight, I fought this guy and he had a nail in his, his glove. And he hit me so many times that the spit was just coming out of my holes in my cheeks. So that's that's where Mick comes it's from. Such an old man, like <laughs> just these unbelievable stories. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but at first, Rocky doesn't have anything to do with him. He the whole time honestly feels like he's not going to be even close in this fight. He feels embarrassed. Which it's really sense. about if Apollo Creed is the equivalent of Muhammad Ali. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah, right? no, it, it that's who he's supposed sense. to be. <laughs> like, there's no reason for Rocky to have any confidence. Right. And like, that's basically what he tells Mick. When he's like, "Oh, now you, now that I have a shot, now you want to care about me?" When and he's all, he's like in his thirties at this point. Mm-hmm. Rocky's an old-ish guy. Yeah, everything stinks in my life. Why do you want to be here? And he's just like yelling, and then Mick leaves. But then it's a it's a sweet little scene where he actually runs down. And he's like, "All right, Mick, help train." So they start training, and all while he's he's working hard. Him and Adrian are falling in love. 
Creed's not taking it seriously at all. No, he's not. Like, Creed <laughs> is just drinking coffee and trying to get this event to look great, right? Yeah, yeah. His, his, his trainer, Tony, is like, man, we got to take this guy seriously. Sees a video of Rocky literally punching a dead cow carcass. <laughs> In a freezer, which is that's iconic. You've you've heard about that before. Mm-hmm. You saw the movie, right? Like yep. Rocky punching meat. Mm-hmm. Like that's iconic. That, there's just so many things about this movie that are iconic. That's why it's a not a three star movie. Anyway, <laughs> so we have a sick training montage. The music is incredible by Bill Conti. You know, you even if you haven't seen the movie, you've heard the you've oh, heard the theme. Yeah, absolutely. Every single person's heard the Rocky theme. And then right before the fight starts. Him and Adrian are talking, and he's like, look, all I want to do is go the distance. If I can go the distance with the heavyweight champion of the world, then I've finally done something. So he has the fight, and Creed's not ready. Mm-mm. Like, before Mm-mm. the fight, <laughs> Creed is dressed up like George Washington, <laughs> yeah. and he's like, he's, like, throwing flowers to the crowd. He's on the boat. He's, like, on this boat. That's how they bring him in. He's just having a good time. He's like, I want you, Stallion. I want you. And <laughs> he's... Rocky's just like, is he talking to me? (laughs) (laughs) I love you. Yes, go ahead. Why is this on January 1st? I feel like it should be on the 4th of July. That's what I... In fact, I thought it was for so long in the movie. I'll tell you this. For the first 15 years of my life, I thought this was on 4th of July, but it's freezing And then eventually you realize they say New Year's Day, and you're like, is that a But I guess it's the first day of 1976. So it's the first day of the 200-year... There you go. ...of the founding of our country. Gotcha. I love how this fight starts. First round, Naki, Ro- Naki. <laughs> Rocky actually knocks Creed down. Yeah. Right? And it honestly, like, shakes Creed into the fight. He's like, oh my gosh, I actually got to take this guy seriously. <laughs> right. And Tony, his his uh, trainer, is like, he doesn't know this is a damn show. He thinks it's a damn fight. <laughs> yeah. Finish this bum and let's go home. As all of these movies, fight's awesome. Best part of the movie. I agree mm-hmm. with you. Goes the distance. Rocky gets beat up like someone who is in a war. I think the announcer actually says that. these They look like they've been in a war, these two. Yeah. Fights them all the way to the finish, but doesn't win. Nope. Split decision. And it's the underdog story. Mm-hmm. But what's great about this is, and we go back to, this is sort of a fighting movie, but it's really a love story. What, what does he care about after the fight? Adrian! Adrian! <laughs> I just love, you know, obviously he's punch drunk at this point. Right. But, like, did he think Adrian was, like, right there? Was he screaming? Because he left her in the locker room. Yeah. Adrian! It's so funny. He was cracking me up. But she comes Mm -hmm. into the ring. She loses her hat, and he's like, where's your hat? And uh, the movie ends with them saying, I love you to each other, mm-hmm. and they hug, and it ends. Which is kind of nice. You know, as many critiques as I have about Rocky, there's no unnecessary epilogue. They know that that's the end. Of, once the fight's over, that's the end of the movie. Right. We don't need to do anything else after that. And then, of course, Rocky Two, I'm sure, is just everything that comes after that. But it was kind of nice. The start of Rocky Two is them going to the hospital. Oh, great. So From it's, the it's fight. literally right after okay. the fight. Perfect. So that, there's your epilogue. Yeah. It's the start Save of it. Save it for the second movie. Yeah, we'll talk about the second movie at some point. Okay. Three years down the road. From yeah. There. Rocky 2 and Creed 2. It could work. It could work. Honestly, Rocky, Rocky 4, 4 and, and Creed, Creed 2, 2 would be the, the way to go. 
well, you talked about what you think about this movie. Mm-hmm. What is your MVP of this movie? Uh, so it's also the story. Um, again, I think... Uh, oh, but the first hour and a half is boring. It is. <laughs> <laughs> but it's necessary. Sure. Could it have been done better, in my opinion? Maybe. But it is necessary. you got to build a story behind who is this guy so that when he... You know, if you just... If you went straight to the fight, if you went to hour 45 mark and just started watching there, you'd be entertained. Yeah. You'd be like, this is exciting. But... Would you even have any reason to re- to root for Rocky instead of Creed? No. No, because you don't know what's been going on. Yeah. But all the lead-up... And I gotta say, I, I think Apollo Creed's my favorite character in the movie. Like, he, Carl, Carl Weathers is fantastic he's in so all good. these movies. He's a turd, and <laughs> he's fantastic. And it just, again... He's a showman. A sports movie is only as good as your opponent is yeah like if if you don't have someone on the other side to root against then i feel like it's, you're just not going to get as good of a product but you're like and that creed dude he deserves to lose like he needs to get punched down a few yeah notches. he does and uh he's fantastic i love it so I, I found myself even though which is uh something you wouldn't have expected heath but after an hour and a half I was I was rooting for Rocky at the end. I was like, get him. I'm excited now. Thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best part. They swayed you. They did. Uh, yeah, I mean, you got to see him at his lowest. You do. To be able to root for it. Be able to empathize and root for him. And I, I think, uh, again, we've said training montage. If you're taking shots every time we say training montage, now is the time to stop. You need to sober up and drink some water. But there is a great training montage in Rocky. I mean, it's phenomenal. It's my favorite. It's my favorite scene in the whole movie. It's the Even blueprint. The fight. It's the blueprint for training montages. It's this so movie. good. It is the music, but also just seeing him accomplish, like get to a a physical state that he was striving for, and just feeling so accomplished. Like no wonder that scene's iconic when he's holding his arms up at the top of the stairs, like. It, and- it was fantastic. Someone did the math on uh, his route, and I think <laughs> technically he ran like 36 miles from his <laughs> from his door to the Philadelphia <laughs> Library with how many like loops and stuff yeah. he was taking. <laughs> Something insane. It was that was really cool. But it, right. yeah, it's great. The I mean, and my MVP, I'll just go ahead and say it because it's kind of a part of this is Bill Conti, the composer oh, of the score. Gosh. I mean, it's one of the best scores you'll ever hear in your entire life. So motivating. So Absolutely. And now like, I, I don't know like, if you've ever like ran or worked out and listened to the, these songs, but it helps. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it gets you amped. <laughs> but you're right. That, that's such a great scene, especially because not only does he keep running, but he actually sprints at the end, you mm-hmm. know? Like he gets yeah. faster as the music gets faster. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. you're like, I mean, you want to run through a brick wall watching mm-hmm. it. It's so cool. It's, it is why, I, I've said this before, but it's why you have sports movies. Like to, yeah. to reach that peak, it's so, uh, it's so lively. It just makes you feel alive. Yeah. Um, so you got your you got your MVP, you've got mm-hmm. your yep. favorite scene, mm-hmm. all kind of wrapped up in a win there. Uh, I I'm guess efficient. I gave. Yeah, hey, we appreciate it here. Uh, I'll go ahead and give my. I yeah. guess I already said my MVP, Bill Conti, obviously the film score. Yeah. Uh, my favorite scene, mm-hmm. and it encapsulates all of this stuff. Fourteenth right. round. Fourteenth mm-hmm. round is one of my favorite movie moments in history. Just like Creed. Just like Creed. And actually, you know how we talked about all he wants to do is go the distance. Mm-hmm. The song that's playing during the 14th round is called Going the Distance. There you go. They've been just going back and forth. Both guys are beat up. And Creed knocks Rocky down. 
right? Mm-hmm. And at this point, Adrian is watching now. So the first thing she sees is Rocky getting knocked down. Mick is like, you got to stay down. Down, down, <laughs> stay down. Yeah. But you know what he does, Drew? He gets back up. And it's, 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 again, like you're saying with the training montage, it's one of those scenes that makes you just want to run through a brick wall. Yeah. Like it, it's a, it, I get goosebumps even just thinking about it. Because, I mean, it encapsulates his whole desire in the movie. Yeah, exactly. To keep fighting, to mm-hmm. keep going. So he gets up. And not only does he get up, he points for Creed <laughs> to come, keep coming. Yeah, you know? yeah. And Creed, like, just sighs because he thought he had won it at this point. And Creed also, like, his eyes are all swollen. He's clearly just, like, beat up himself. Yeah. But he doesn't. He doesn't give up. He keeps fighting. And I think breaks <laughs> breaks Creed's rib. Breaks Apollo's rib at the end of that, yeah. that that round. But, man, that is my favorite. One of my favorite movie moments of all time is him getting knocked down and getting back up. Incredible stuff. Mm-hmm. Incredible stuff. It doesn't get much better than that. In sports or really any movie. At that yeah. point, it's just it's great storytelling. It is, it is. But we we talked about your 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 criticism, and we, you can dive into it a little bit more. And I kind of I, I kind of agree with you. Okay, well, tell me yours. You go first. I said because pacing. I think, yeah, I said pacing. Mm-hmm. Like it could have been a little faster, or yeah, faster. Or I just felt like there wasn't. If you go to Creed, there's a lot more happening in Creed in between yeah. the fights. In Rocky, it felt like there wasn't there wasn't much going on. I right. felt like you could have thrown in another storyline or two to to I don't know just keep you a little bit more interested before you get to the finale. That's all I thought. I mean, you had Polly who was terrible in this movie, abusive yeah. to his sister. Uh, right, uh, it didn't really <laughs> grip me. <laughs> Ends up being an all right guy. We we like Polly in the next. It sounds couple of like he turns into hey everybody turns around. Everybody too. turns around. But yeah, it could have been a little, could have been a little quicker, a little faster pace. Could have had a little bit more elements, that kind of thing. Sure. But it, it is all worth it for that final 25, 30 minutes. I agree with that. Not only is everyone a bum in this movie, but also everyone's always in a bad mood. Have you noticed that? I'm just gonna be honest with you. Philadelphia looks like a terrible place to live in the 70s. Every time they talk to someone. He's, they're like, I'm in a bad mood. And then they're like, you're always in a bad mood. And they're like, yeah, I'm always in a yeah. bad mood. <laughs> it's like everyone's in a bad mood. Even like the kids. Yeah. Like Rocky yeah. Rock, sees that girl, like that 12-year-old girl smoke, and he's like, you shouldn't be doing that. She goes, well, what if I want to, Rocky, you creepo? <laughs> I read somewhere that she comes back in like the She's in the sixth, sixth one. Movie. Yeah. The sixth one and the fifth one aren't talked about much. The sixth one's actually not bad. Mm-hmm. The fifth one's terrible. We don't talk about the fifth one. That's the bad one. But uh, in the sixth one, like her son and Rocky, he kind of helps him. Way it's to go. nice. That's good. Hey, Ro- Rocky's always helping people. He's a good stand-up <laughs> dude. Wait, you've you said you've watched this movie like hundreds of I, times. I've literally watched this movie at least a hundred times. In my what life. do you think of Stallone's voice? Hey, wait, what? <laughs> I couldn't help. Hey. but like <laughs> there are points in the movie. She feels gaps. I he, feel gaps. He just keeps talking, and he's like, <laughs> "I'm like, that was were those words?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I needed to watch it with captions at some point. Yeah, he probably did. <laughs> and he's not, but it's a part of the like. It, it works for the character. It does. And honestly, I think my favorite Stallone scene in the first one is when Mickey first comes to his apartment, and he's like, "I want to train you." And he's like, I don't want you to train me. And he sends him away. 
And then after he's left, he like starts screaming in his apartment, punching his door. You also can't you can't understand a word he's saying. Can't like, understand a word. Oh, I fight the champ! I fight the champ! Who I fought? But it's actually like I also felt it. You know, I was like, I get it. You know, he feels betrayed. Yeah. Like no one's wanted him to this point, and now just because he agreed to do this fight, people are like, Hey, I'll help you out now. And he's like, You haven't wanted to help me out, so like I kind of got it. He's an iconic story. It's That's a, why it stood the test of time. Yeah. Because it is, it's the quintessential underdog story. It's a good story. And like we've heard a billion times, who doesn't like an underdog? Right. You know? Mm-hmm. And uh, when it's done right, like this, um, you can't not root for him. That's right. the point. Uh, one quick note before I, we kind of do one final, which one we like better, preceding mm-hmm. film or not. I love the fights in all of these movies. They're not realistic at all. Like nobody ever actually protects their face. Rocky, and Rocky gets punched in his face 25,000 times, and so does Creed. Everybody's just getting punched in the face. And yeah. if you've seen a real boxing match, that's not how it works. No. But it makes it so those, much more entertaining. Literally one of those shots would just take <laughs> you out. <laughs> but, like, literally, Rocky takes, like, five, six, seven punches to the face in a row, and he just, like, keeps going forward. You're yeah. like, this man should be dead. <laughs> Which I get it. I think, I'm sure from a filmmaker's perspective, they're like, well, it can't be entirely accurate because then you're not going to see anything. Right. But, but yeah, there are definitely some times where you're like, wow, he just took like four haymakers right. to the face and he's fine. Exactly. <laughs> yes. All right, so one final question. Are you taking the preceding film or the newer film? I'm taking the newer film. I Here's the thing. I'll say this. When I went into Creed, I was like, I think, I, I think this is a no-brainer. I'm going to like Creed more. And... Because of how similar they were, I actually found myself... They were a little bit closer to me than I thought they were. I think, yeah, you were doing a weird character when you were texting about these movies. You are like, I'm not going to enjoy watching Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not true. You also like... There were uh, plenty of parts of Rocky I enjoyed. I think... Um, Honestly, I think you even bashed The Godfather somehow. Yeah, well, you were like, I was like, what what good movie was made in the 70s? And you were uh, like, The Godfather? And I was like, them? whatever. Jaws? <laughs> I think I have a moral obligation that if someone has never seen Rocky, they need to hear me when I say it's not two hours of great filmmaking. <laughs> There are parts of it that are great filmmaking. Need I remind I you, think. Best Picture winner at the Academy Awards, <laughs> 1976. This will be an interesting trend for me to explore throughout this podcast, too. When we do movies that are 40, 50, 60 years apart, yeah. is am I always going to lean on the newer one just because it has the benefit of having some more modern yeah. filmmaking? Which I think is the main reason why I liked Creed more. I thought the fights were better. The chore- like the choreography was better. Um, I thought there was more technical elements. Like um, in, in Rocky, it is iconic when he's just in the meat factory beating the meat. But like, there's no... There's, there's no... <laughs> I didn't even realize that. Go on. Should I say punching the meat? Yeah, that'd be a little bit better. <laughs> but, um, oh. there's, the, the movie's not walking you through, like, what's what's the boxing, like, strategy, or what's, what's going on here. In Creed, there's a lot more of that. So I just, I think Creed benefits from being newer in those elements, but they're very similar movies, and I think they both give you the same sort of 
feeling at the end of it where you're just you feel really accomplished on behalf of the protagonist and and you want to root for them and uh, they're fun sports movies yeah they're great i'm gonna disagree with you this is our first time disagreeing which i think is fine i think it's a good thing i'm gonna take the best picture winner of 1976 (laughs) rocky yeah starring sylvester stallone now how much of it is nostalgia uh probably like 95 percent of it but nobody's there's nothing wrong with that. Is I'll, that a crime? No, but I'll be honest with you. Again, I don't think there was that much of a difference. To, like, it was much closer than I thought it was going to yeah, be. I mean, they're both they're both really good movies. But like you say, it is interesting. I think our modern tastes just faster. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. most movies back, you know, if they were 40 years or older, are just slower paced. Right. I mean, yeah. filmmaking is... You're at a point now where I guess you have the technology to be faster and that kind of stuff. And, right. You know, you can have effects and but and, you know you mentioned this um i actually i thought creed was going to have a lot better dialogue than rocky i didn't actually find myself thinking that for the majority of the movie right um there are a couple scenes in creed that i think were really good though the if i fight you fight was a big one just the the whole backstory with stallone and kind of getting his diagnosis i think was really powerful stuff yeah but outside of that I don't know. They're both they're both sports movies that are just trying to get you to this end goal of here's your fight and like this is why you should root for them. Good stuff. They're good movies. I'll say it. Two thumbs up for me. Every time I tell you, man, I've been punching, been shadow boxing because of these movies for the last 24 years of my life. I'm 24, yeah. by the way. There you go. So this is a fun episode. Yeah. Drew, I appreciate you being here at your apartment complex. I so appreciate we can talk you about being this. here. <laughs> um, next week, TBD still, but uh, mm-hmm. you're going to be picking our movies. That's right. So uh, can't wait to bash whichever movie. Probably movies the 1975 be. best <laughs> <laughs> What was that, Tootsie? I have no yeah. idea what that was. <laughs> um, but yeah, we will be back next week. Thank you for listening. <laughs>